morning and welcome to the regularly scheduled meeting of the City Operations and Neighborhood Services Committee. My name is Sean Ellsburn, Chair of the Committee. To my left, Member of the Committee, Supervisor Christina Olagi. Our clerk today is Mr. Derek Evans. Items 1 and 2 are both in District 3 and Supervisor President Shu will be joining us. So as we wait for his arrival, let's start with Number 3, Mr. Clerk. Item number three, hearing to consider the issuance of a Type 42 on-sale beer and wine license to Roger Abuyagi for After Five, located at 810 Van Ness Avenue. The department. I'm Inspector Stalker and with the police department. The applicant has filed an application with the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control for an alcoholic beverage license Type 42, which is an on-sale beer and wine for, four, for 810 Van Ness. That's located on the northeast corner of Vanis Avenue and Eddy. For the purposes of this hearing, the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control seeks a determination from the Board of Supervisors as to the approval or denial of this license. The police calls for service from June 2011 to June 2012 is one call. Police reports during that same period is no record. This premises is located in plot 542. This is a high crime as defined by, this area, this high crime is defined as 215 or more reported incidents. This plot has 1,637 reported incidents for 2010. The, the applicant's premise is located in a high crime area. This premise is located in census track 12402. On sale licenses authorized for this census track, 13. Active on sale licenses, 24. Applications premise is located in an undue concentration area. Letters of protest, one valid letter of protest received by the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. There is no record of support with the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. No opposition from Northern Station. The police department recommends approval. The following conditions have been recommended to the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. Number one, sales, service, and consumption of alcoholic beverages shall be permitted only between the hours of 12 noon and 11 p.m. each day of the week. The sale of alcoholic beverages for off-sale consumption is strictly prohibited. Number three, no noise shall be audible beyond the control of the licensee as depicted on the ABC 257 dated June 12, 2012. Number four, the petitioners shall be responsible for maintaining free of litter the area adjacent to the premise over which they have control. Number five, graffiti shall be removed from the premises and all parking lots under the control of the licensee within 72 hours of the application. If the graffiti occurs on a Friday or a weekend day or a holiday, the licensee shall remove the graffiti within 72 hours following the beginning of the next weekday. Number six, the exterior of the premises shall be equipped with lighting of sufficient power to illuminate and make easily discernible the appearance and conduct of all persons on or about the premises. Additionally, the position of such lighting shall not disturb the normal privacy and use of any neighboring residences. And number seven, loitering is prohibited on any sidewalk or property adjacent to the licensed premises under the control of the licensee. Thank you. Thank you. Um, project sponsor? Uh, we heard from is unable to attend. Are there any members of the public who would like to comment on this? Are you looking at me? If you want to come up, come forward. Hi, uh, my name is uh, Michael Nolte. L N U L T Y. 
my time now. <laughs> okay, my name is Michael Nolte, spelt N-U-L-T-Y. I'm the executive director of Alliance for a Better District 6. Our organization has a, a, a protest against this license. Um, first, uh, we uh, have, well, it's clear when you, don't, when you see an applicant that has no uh, letters of support, that means that they did not do any community outreach. So that's clear we, they didn't do any community outreach. Two, we never seen a, a security plan for the, uh, ben, uh, the business. And three, we believe that there's a questionable business plan because if you look at the, the way their packet reads, there's just so many documents in there that you normally don't see in a, uh, somebody looking for uh, PCN. Uh, so we um, aren't clear exactly what the business is going to do, um, and we're actually just concerned about it's a high uh, it's a high concentration uh, of uh, crime neighborhood, and we don't see a security plan. Um, thank you. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Mike Albiagi, and this is my brother Roger Albiagi. Thank you, commissioners, for hearing our request to sell. Beer and wine at a small wine at a small wine bar in a vacant retail space at 810 Van Ness on the ground floor of the Artani building. We are also in the process of opening a coffee shop and other vacant space on the other side of the lobby. As you can see for our submission to the board, our family owns and operates a few small businesses, including four that sell alcohol. We have been commended twice by the San Francisco Police Department for our management of these businesses. We fully understand the conditions outlined by the police for our proposed wine bar. We also pledge to follow them and work with a neighbor that has concerns. We are excited to get the two businesses up and running. We respectfully ask that you vote to grant the PCN request. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you agree with all the conditions that have been proposed by the police department? Yes, we do. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Yep. Uh, good morning, Supervisors. My name is Douglas Yep, and I've lived in San Francisco for 60 years. Uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I was under the impression that the city was trying to limit the issuance of new licenses in regards to liquor. So I was kind of wondering whether uh, that policy is still being followed or, as usual, there's always uh, exceptions made depending who you are. So I would like to bring that subject up, and I would like to hear the supervisors review that policy to see if it is true that we're trying to limit the number of new licensees, especially in high crime areas. Like the merchants know, they can't uh, really control or, in a certain sense, uh, discriminate against the customers they have. So, you know, you may have all the greatest intentions in the world, but if people come and do whatever they wish, near your property, then you're kind of at their mercy. So, uh, you know, just another liquor store sounds innocent on its own, but then when you really think about it, does that mean it's another loitering place or it's another place where gang members might accidentally meet and we'll have another shootout? Thank you. And just for the record, this is not a liquor store, it's a wine bar. Good morning, Supervisors. My name is John Nolte. Um, if I believe correctly, this is AMC Theater on top. Uh, this is on the ground floor. Um, so therefore, um, you have theater, you have people underage coming in, and then you want to serve alcohol. 
So I'm, I'm questioning again, it didn't come to the community, no security plan, and, 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 and again, the boilerplate conditions by the police department. Uh, when they were already, already saturated, oversaturated in this neighborhood, there was a proposal already for a restriction in this neighborhood of alcohol licenses um, by, the, um, by David Chu if he ever gets legislation off the ground. Uh, he's came to the neighborhood already about this. And I, I see, uh, you know, putting five on, um, on, the, on, the, um, on the agenda today, all of them basically surrounding District 6. So I'm wondering about the wisdom of the city of, of having a, a all-day liquor license party at City Hall to, of granting five today. Any other members of the public who would like to comment on this item? Seeing none, public comment is closed. Is there a motion to move this forward with um, recommendation? I'd like to move it forward to, with recommendations. That will be the order. Mr. Clerk, can you slowly read item one so President Chu can come from across the hall? Item number one, hearing to consider the issuance of a Type 21 off-sale general legal license to Landmark Retail Group for CVS Pharmacy located at 1059 Hyde Street, a.k.a. 1401 California Street. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. President Chu, this one is in your district. Thank you, Mr. Chair. And first of all, I'd like to address, uh, I think, the last comment of the public commenter about the items on today. From my count, uh, there are two items uh, in District 3, which are items 1 and 2, and both of them, uh, I think, as you will hear, uh, involve situations that uh, the community and neighborhood groups, I think, are, are quite supportive of. Uh, I do know uh, that a fourth item is in District 10, so there are two items in District 6, and I, I appreciate the comment that was made. Uh, I do want to mention that uh, in the Lower Polk neighbor, we have had a conversation about whether there ought to be some sort of cap on future liquor licenses. Uh, as I discussed with the Lower Polk neighbors uh, just last week or about two weeks ago, uh, my office is preparing legislation to consider a alcohol-restricted use district in that area. I look forward to bringing that legislation uh, forward hopefully over the next few weeks. With regards to item number one, uh, this involves a site that my office and the neighborhoods uh, that are represented here have been working on for a number of years. Uh, at the site at California and Hyde, there had existed a CaliFood supermarket. Uh, CaliFood's corporate parent decided to pull out of that area, uh, and all of us were troubled at the idea that that very dense set of neighborhoods, really the intersection of Middle Polk, Lower Polk and Knob Hill would be left potentially without a supermarket. So the plan that is currently cited for Californian Hyde would be to bring a Trader Joe's along with a CVS to that site, and the Trader Joe's I know has significant support, I think unanimous support uh, of, of what we want to see happen there. Now, CVS wanted a liquor license uh, in the neighborhood, and as I alluded to before, this is a part of my district that has a significant number of liquor licenses. And I want to thank the neighborhood associations that work with my office as well as with the project sponsor to come up with what I think of as a very good solution in how we move forward, which is outlined in the project sponsor's letter to this committee. Uh, and that is as follows. Uh, CVS would like to have a liquor license, but what the neighborhood and what my office has asked them to do is actually to purchase several liquor licenses, uh, particularly at two undesirable alcohol retailers to take two licenses off the street uh, in return for the liquor license that they will have. And so just to highlight for the record, CVS has actually purchased the licenses 
from Jane D. Liquors at 1042 Polk Street in the Lower Polk neighborhood, as well as from Spencer and Daniels at 1541 Polk Street, uh, which is in the Middle Polk Neighborhood Association. These are uh, problem vendors uh, that for which there have been numerous neighborhood complaints over the years. Uh, and these are licenses that will not be used by CVS at the property or sold to another alcohol retailer in the neighborhood. So essentially this will be resulting in the elimination of two beer, wine, and liquor sellers in the neighborhood uh, that have been identified as problem retailers in the past. Uh, I want to thank, I know Lower Polk Neighbors had submitted a letter in support of uh, this particular outcome. I also want to note for our colleagues uh, that the conditions that are uh, proposed for this particular liquor license were heavily negotiated again between my office and the Neighborhood Association. And because of that, I'd ask uh, colleagues if you could support moving this forward. Thank you, President Chu. Uh, to the department, if you'd like to put your report in the record. Yes, the applicant has filed an application with ABC seeking a Type 20 off-sale beer and wine license for 1059 Hyde Street. For the purposes of this hearing, the ABC seeks a determination from the Board of Supervisors as to the approval or denial of this license. No record of police calls for service from July 2010 to July 2012. No record of police reports from August 2011 to August 2012. That application premises located in a high crime area. The applicant premises located in an undue concentration area. There's one valid letter of protest by a to ABC, and there's no record of support to ABC. There's no opposition from Central Station, and the police department recommends approval with the following conditions being recommended to ABC. Number one, the sale, service, and consumption of alcoholic beverages shall be permitted only between the hours of 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. daily. No more than 5% of the square footage of the premises will be used for the display of alcoholic beverages. Number three, no malt beverage shall be sold with the alcohol content greater than 5.7% by volume. Number four, the sale of a single beer or malt beverages in quantities of 16 ounce, 22 ounce, 32 ounce, or 40 ounce or similar size containers is prohibited. Number five, no beer or malt beverages, wine coolers, or beer coolers shall be sold in quantities of less than the manufactured prepackaged multi-unit quantities of four or more. Number six, no wine shall be sold with an alcohol content greater than 15% by volume, except for wine which has been aged for two years or more and maintained in a corked bottle. Number seven, loitering is prohibited on any of the sidewalks or property adjacent to the licensed premises under control of the licensee. And number eight, the petitioner shall utilize electronic surveillance and recording equipment that is able to view all the exit and entrance points of the exterior of the premises. The surveillance shall record and be operational at all times the premises kept open to the public. Said recording shall be maintained and kept for a minimum of seven days and shall be made available to law enforcement on demand. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, would the project sponsor like to say anything? Supervisors, President, um, Holly Zivach, Landmark Retail Group. We do have representatives from CVS to answer any of your questions, whether it's specifically about the project or the, um, the history of leading up through the neighborhood outreach. I did want to just make one point of correction. On the agenda, it identifies a Type 21 license. We are, in fact, pursuing a Type 20 beer and wine only here. So just to make sure that was clear. If you have any questions, I'm here. To the city attorney. Does that present an issue? Okay, then I'll 
While the city attorney's reviewing that, let's go to public comment. Any members of the public who would like to comment on this item, please line up. Good morning, supervisors. I'd like the overhead, please. Overhead, It'll please. come. If you can you just start speaking, go for it. Uh, yes. Um, David, you made a point that the um, licenses were um, uh, bought by CVS. Here is one of the locations on Polk, not been bought off the ABC website. It would have changed hands. It would have been updated. And also, as you can see, it also states that the uh, license has been surrendered. So therefore, um, I ask now legally uh, the question of uh, uh, Lower Pope made their, uh, in their packet the um, recommendation in January and in, in March, May, what I just showed you, it has been surrendered and it has one year in which to be purchased. It has not been purchased. Part number two, this is the second um, issue of the license being saying to be bought, uh, which is not part of the conditions uh, by ABC. Uh, again, Can does not show it's been bought by CVS. So now I question uh, who the, is still in, in the, the property of the or jurisdiction owner of the, the entities involved. CVS does not own it. Misrepresentation here. Um, I was at the meeting for January uh, for Lower Polk and um, <clears throat> the community, we, well, we voted. But again, when we went to the Planning Commission, the Planning Commission was very concerned about this uh, 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 this site, and it was a big discussion about that at the Planning Commission when CVS and um, the other entity, uh, uh, Trader Joe's, wanted to um, have two local licenses and so forth on a conditional use for that thing. So I think there's, a, there's been a big discussion on this and no outreach to all the neighborhoods. Mr. Yep. Uh, good morning, Supervisors. Uh, this item uh, reminds me about the big uh, discussion here at City Hall regarding Walgreens and their selling of tobacco. Now, I say, why give Walgreens trouble for selling tobacco and let their competitor, CVS, sell liquor? Now, nobody's going to uh, figure out who, which, which one causes more harm liquor or tobacco, but I think if the city is going to be fair and consistent and not show any signs of special influence, we should be consistent and say if we're going to give Walgreens a hassle about tobacco, then maybe we should treat CVS the same way on the liquor. Now, I think the point brought up by the previous speaker should be verified. It's kind of like saying, uh, you know, if that's the way it is, but then, you know, I'm a firm believer of I like to see the evidence just like a judge does. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Nolte. I'd like to pass these in. One for the clerk. Um, my name is uh, Michael Nolte. I'm the executive director of Alliance for a Better District 6. Um, we're going to request, a, we would like to uh, request a continuance on this item. Uh, we would like to require uh, 
uh, proof purchase of the uh, 1042 Polk Street Type 21 off-sale liquor license as well as the uh, 1541 Polk Street Type 21 off-sale liquor license. Um, uh, we'd like to see a letter of confirmation of the sale from ABC uh, that point, points out that the licenses were transferred to CVS. Then the community will be satisfied that CVS is acting in good faith. Um, we all, we're also not clear the relationship between Landmark Retail Group and the Garfield Beach uh, CVS LLC, which is the uh, liquor license owner that's being talked about. Um, and then we are also not clear about um, how a surrendered license uh, purchased helps the Polk Street corridor when the license is no longer active, actively a nuisance in that area. So we have a lot of concerns about this. Um, and then again, um, as of today, on the ABC website, I just also want to reiterate that um, for the overhead, for um, at, 14, at 1042 Polk Street, this is on, off the ABC website, um, the uh, license is still active with the previous owner, and uh, as well as uh, the uh, license at 1541 Polk Street, um, the uh, license has been surrendered, and so it's not been purchased by anybody. So this is as of today, because uh, the inquiry is, was uh, done on the 21st. That means they don't update until tonight, the 22nd. So uh, we're clueless. Any other members of the public wish to comment on this item? Seeing none, public comments closed. City Attorney? You can go ahead and consider this item. Great. And Okay. Thank you. Uh, Supervisor Olagi. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined not to support this, but for the sake of um, the discussion and because the supervisor has worked with the neighbors for a long time. I remember when this first came to the planning uh, commission and many of the lower Polk neighbors had uh, expressed uh, deep concern about allowing this uh, liquor license, but given that they're going to be uh, obtaining those licenses from two problematic um, locations, then um, I'm happy to get this through this committee, uh, but I may not be supporting it at the board because I, I don't see the, I, I believe that it's time that we start to scrutinize um, the uh, number of products that some of these pharmacies are uh, selling. And with Trader Joe's sitting right next door, they have a, an extensive liquor uh, selection. I'm, I don't see the necessity of, of adding a beer and wine license to a pharmac pharmacy. So um, again, out of respect for the Lower Polk's um, Neighborhood Association, the work they've done with the supervisor's office, I'm fine to get it through um, to the board, but I think this is a, an issue that I would like to, I think it's time that we start to review, and um, I will be happy to work with Supervisor Chu. Uh, I'm already engaged in some of these discussions with Supervisor Marr. We're looking at uh, creating healthier retail spaces, and I think that this is very much, um, should be part of that discussion. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'm, I'm willing to move it to um, the next level. President Chu. Thank you, uh, Supervisor Lage. And, and let me say a couple of things on, on that point. Uh, this was not an ideal situation for the neighborhood, which is why we spent many months uh, to negotiate uh, and require CVS to take a number of liquor licenses out of the neighborhood, out of problematic uh, areas. And I have stated to the neighborhood that uh, I do not anticipate supporting another situation like this, at least uh, within 
the Polk Street neighborhoods, and I would be open to considering legislation if that is a direction that we want to go through uh, as a city uh, to state that for these types of, uh, of entities, uh, alcohol may not be appropriate. Uh, that is a conversation that uh, would be for the future, but uh, Supervisor Logan, I'm more than happy to work with your office on that. I do want to ask the, the project sponsor if you can address uh, the concerns that have been raised by the folks from Alliance for Better District 6. Uh, you have represented uh, the purchases of the licenses that were at significant issue in negotiation with the neighborhoods, and if you could tell us uh, that specific situation, I think that would help clarify the concerns raised. Sure. So again, Holly Javach um, from Landmark Retail Group on behalf of CVS. The reason that you see the licenses as surrendered is that they're in escrow until we have a location to transfer to or have the approval of the PCN and can then cancel and in fact eliminate those licenses from being sold to anyone else in the future. Um, we cannot close escrow on those licenses because CVS does not own and operate the location that the, the existing licenses um, are tied to. They cannot physically own those licenses until they're moved or we issue a cancellation through the ABC. And that's the likely pathway of the Spencer and Daniels license is that we will cancel immediately. Um, the J&D liquors were looking for an opportunity to move it to another location. So we would do the same process, which is to surrender it for 90 days, which also keeps them from being able to bring in a new license to that location without a PCN approval. So it's been very thoughtful in the process of how we went about purchasing the licenses to protect the neighborhood from adding in another license without the review and support of this board. And are those documents that you might be able to share with uh, folks or what, what, what could be public as you part of the conversation? Have, you certainly have the letters that um, we provided to your office and I'm happy to provide to the board from Spencer and Daniels and I'll get the same from J&D um, to make sure that you see that they're under contract. And that would be helpful and I'm happy to share that with, uh, with neighborhood folks if folks would like to see that. Thank you. Uh, that being said, colleagues, uh, one thing I'd like to point out is the San Francisco Police Department, they did do, uh, as usual, their due diligence and good due diligence on this. The neighborhood did negotiate a number of voluntary conditions beyond what the San Francisco Police Department had requested. And what I would like to, uh, to ask is that those are uh, the, the draft voluntary conditions that were laid out in the project sponsor agreement that were negotiated with the neighborhoods, uh, which probably add uh, five or six conditions beyond what the San Francisco Police Department had asked, uh, that those be the ones that are adopted by this committee. Yes. And, and, and one thing I will also state is that uh, one of those conditions states that these licenses, the additional licenses will be uh, not only purchased but transferred out of the area. So there's not a concern of that. Uh, they'll somehow be moved uh, in and around the neighborhood. Okay, seeing no other comments, Supervisor Olagi, would you prefer to send this item forward without a recommendation? Uh, no, we'll send it forward with recommendation and with, with those conditions that uh, Supervisor Chu okay. outlined. Mr. Clerk, that will be the order. Can you please read item number two? Item number two, hearing to consider the transfer of a Type 48 on-sale general public premises liquor license from 247 Powell Street to 165 Jefferson Street. Again, President Chu in your district. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, colleagues, this is a liquor license that involves uh, an establishment that I think many in San Francisco know quite well, which is the Gold Dust Lounge. Uh, the Gold Dust Lounge has had a uh, wonderful history in Union Square. Unfortunately, the landlord to the Gold Dust Lounge uh, did not see fit to continue 
uh, renting to that establishment uh, and instead is moving uh, a national clothing boutique into that space, which from my perspective and I think the perspective of many of my constituents, I think Supervisor Lagi, uh, as well as many throughout the city, thought was a real shame uh, given the historic nature of the Goldust Lounge. That being said, uh, I was heartened and I think many were heartened to learn that the Goldust Lounge uh, hopes to and plans to be moving to the Fishman's Wharf area. Uh, which I think is a, is a very good thing, and this is a liquor license related to that. I do know that there was significant outreach to the Fishman's Wharf neighborhood uh, to really make sure that uh, folks would understand the kind of neighborhood business that the Goldust Lounge has been. Uh, and with that, this is a liquor license transfer that I support, and I just want to mention, because the comment had been made before, this would be moving this specific liquor license really away from the District 6 area, which is where I know some of the activists here uh, have, have had issues with and moving it uh, right along the waterfront onto Jefferson Street. Thank you, President Chu. Project sponsor, have any comments before we move to public comment? Please come forward if you do. Good morning, supervisors. Happy day for the Giants. Um, I think uh, President Chu has covered all the points except for one item that I want to cover as part of our due, due diligence uh, for outreach. And um, this is Nick Bovis, the proprietor of the business. And that is, we did have an ongoing dialogue with the upstairs commercial tenant who was complaining about the possibility of a noise leak from the entertainment that will be had at um, the Gold Dust Lounge. Uh, the Gold Dust Lounge at Fishman's Wharf has not commenced build up yet. <coughs> And uh, when it does, there are plans in place to do significant soundproofing. And as you all well know, an entertainment permit cannot be fully granted until the sound inspection is given by the city. So all the safeguards are in place. We've done significant outreach to this particular tenant uh, upstairs. Another tenant emailed me back and said everything was fine as far as he was concerned. So that's about it. Um, this is Nick Bovis. Would you like to add? I just wanted to thank everybody for your support and help and the cause from gentrification downtown um, to try to you know stop all the retailers and making San Francisco the same we really appreciate all the help and support and I know you everybody tried really hard and the only next best thing is to move it and we really appreciate your support thank you thank you thank you any members of the public wish to comment on this item seeing none public in one for the clerk um, my name is uh, Michael Nolte um, and I'm the executive director of uh, Alliance for Better District 6 we are a uh, coalition member of the um, Tennis Association Coalition which has written a letter of support for the uh, type 48 liquor license at 165 Jefferson the gold gold dust lounge at uh, Fishman's Wharf uh, we believe the Tennis Association Coalition of San Francisco supports Gold Dust Lounge at Fishman's Wharf requests for resolution for public convenience and, or necessity. Um, the, uh, organiza the, their representatives had come to one of our meetings and told us about their, their, their proposed plan 
And so we are quite aware of that. We're also very sympathetic about the gentrification of small businesses along the uh, Powell Street area. Um, there aren't that many left. Um, they're mostly large retailers. And uh, we like to see uh, small businesses thrive uh, in our downtown area, particularly in the business corridors. And uh, so it's very important to see um, that um, uh, businesses stay, um, particularly small businesses, because they actually provide more to the economy than uh, these large corporations like CVS. Thank you. Any other members of the public wish to comment? Come on up. Pardon me for being late, but it's a two-hour commute from Nevada this morning. In any event, my name is Anton Sincata, Jr. I'm one of the owners of 165 Jefferson Street. In 1934, my father bought the property, and it's still in the family, although scattered amongst children and grandchildren. In 1934, my father bought the property, put his hardware store in there. In 1968, the um, Sabella restaurant burnt down and took my dad's hardware store with it. My father and the Alios next door, Frank Anthony and Francis, built two structures. Ours was mostly shops. Theirs, they had a restaurant and a bar downstairs and offices upstairs. Uh, thereafter, the business being the way it is, they closed the, the restaurant downstairs, but they leased upstairs to a bar called the Silhouettes. So the premises next to joining us at 155 Jefferson has had a liquor license on the first floor at a restaurant. Thereafter, they had a standalone bar upstairs. The people at the uh, trade upstairs were people who used to work in the area and, uh, and of course, uh, um, tourists. With respect to um, the uh, situation now, the premises are to be leased, hopefully, to the uh, GDL, uh, Gold Dust Lounge, to put a bar just next door, so the, air, the area is not, um, pardon me, is not stranger to a bar at that place. And I would consider it that the, the resolution should pass and that the bar be allowed to uh, continue or to begin to be placed there at uh, 165 Jefferson Street. Great. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Any other members of the public? Seeing none, public comment is closed. Supervisor Olagi. Uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to uh, thank uh, the Bovises for hanging in there and finding a new location and relocating. I think that um, it's uh, two of the issues that came up around the Goldust Lounge that I think we still need to discuss here as a city. It, um, the issue of the C3 uh, being exempt from any kind of conditional use when it comes to formula retail. I know that um, it has to do with costs of rent and there are a lot of other issues, perhaps a conversation with BOMA. But um, that is one of the few uh, areas of the city where uh, conditional uses, are, where formula retail is, is just allowed as of right, I think. One of, not the only area, but one of the few. Also, uh, we uh, came to the realization that a landmarking a building only preserves the exterior. It doesn't preserve culture. So I think that we still have uh, that we're still in the midst of those conversations about creating cultural heritage districts and whatnot throughout the city because at the end of the day, I think all of us are more interested in what's in the building 
rather than just the building itself. So uh, that was one of the challenges that I think we were struggling with when it came to uh, pursuing the landmarking indefinitely and to what end, you know. So anyway, those are, just want to thank you again for hanging in there and, you know, um, hopefully we'll be at the opening of the Gold Less, uh, Gold, uh, Gold Less Lounge, Gold Dust Lounge um, there in uh, Fisherman's Wharf. So I would like to move to move this to committee or move this out of committee. President Chu. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Just a couple quick uh, points. First of all, uh, obviously, this is not a formula retail establishment. This is a one-in-the-kind establishment. Uh, and, uh, and I certainly think that there are elements of the Gold Dust uh, Lounge which are historic. Uh, that being said, given the rules that we have, uh, uh, it wasn't deemed such uh, and needed to move. Uh, but I do hope and believe that this is an establishment that will soon become a neighbor a neighborhood favorite, and uh, from my perspective, I think it's important for the Fisherman's Wharf community that usually only sees tourist activity uh, to have uh, at least a handful of places where uh, where local residents and others can go uh, and spend time and really build the community, and this is in part why uh, I support this move. So with that, uh, I appreciate Supervisor Alagi's support and hope that the committee will be able to move this forward with recommendation. Mr. Clerk, we'll take Supervisor Olagi's motion to send this item forward with recommendation as the order. You. Can you please? Item number four, hearing to consider the transfer of a Type 20 off-sale beer and wine license from 2200 Gerald Avenue to 1201 Minnesota Street to Nellie Gassan for the gifted basket. To the department, your report, please. Good morning, uh, President Chu and Supervisors, my name is Rich Van Cole. From uh, I'm a police inspector with the San Francisco Police Department, and the applicant has filed an application with the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control seeking an alcoholic beverage license type 20. That's an off-sale beer and wine for 1201 Minnesota Street, located on the southeast corner of 23rd Street and Minnesota Street. The gifted basket is an online order company and is not open to the public. This company has moved to 1201 Minnesota Street after the lease expired at their previous location of 2200 Gerald Avenue. For the purpose of this hearing, the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control seeks a determination from the Board of Supervisors as to the approval or denial of this license. Uh, as far as police calls for service, there has been no recorded police calls for service from the time period of July 2011 until July 2012. Additionally, no record of police reports from the same type period of July 2011 to 2012. This premise located in plot 314. The high crime area is defined as 215 or more reported incidents in a plot. This plot has 109 reported incidents recorded for 200, excuse me, year 2010. This is under the high crime area definition by 106 incidents. The applicant premises is not located in a high crime area. The premise is located in census tract 226. Population for this tract is 1,534. On sale license authorized by the census tract is five. Active off sale licenses are four. Applicant premise is located in an undue concentration area. There are no record, record of protests with the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control and there are no records of support with the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control. There is no opposition from Bayview Station. The police department recommends approval. The following conditions have been recommended to the California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control. 
Number one, sales of alcoholic beverages shall be permitted only between the hours of 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Number two, the, the petitioners shall be responsible for maintaining free of litter the area adjacent to the premises over which they have control, as depicted on the ABC 257, date 7-11-12. Number three, sales of alcoholic beverages shall be restricted to alcoholic beverages that are included in a gift basket. Number four, graffiti shall be removed from the premises in all parking lots under the control of the licensee within 17 new hours, 72 hours of application. If the graffiti occurs on a Friday or weekend day or on a holiday, the licensee shall remove the graffiti within 72 hours following the beginning of the next weekday. Number five, loitering. Loitering is defined as to stand idly about, linger aimlessly without lawful business, is prohibited on any sidewalks or property adjacent to the licensed premises under control of the licensee. Number six, there shall be no exterior advertising or sign of any kind or type, including advertising directed to the exterior from within, promoting or indicating the availability of alcoholic beverages. Interior displays of alcoholic beverages or signs which are clearly visible to the exterior shall constitute a violation of this condition. And finally, number seven, no retail sales of alcoholic beverages to consumers shall be permitted at this location. All sales of alcoholic beverages shall be made via carrier to the customer off-site. Thank you. Thank you. Is the project sponsor here? No. Any members of the public uh, would like to testify on this item? Seeing none, public comment is closed. Um, I'd like to move it. Move it forward with recommendation. Mr. Clerk, that will be the order. Can you please read item number five? Item number five, hearing to consider the issuance of a type 64 special on sale general theater liquor license to Jason Cipher for the American Conservatory Theater Foundation, DBA, the costume shop located at 1115 through 1117 Market Street. Very good. Department, please. The applicant has filed an application with the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control seeking an alcoholic beverage license type 64. This is a special on-sale general for the location of 1115 through 1117 Market Street, located between 7th Street and 8th Street. The custom shop at the American Conservatory Theater Foundation is a 49-seat black box theater used for small productions. For the purposes of this hearing, the California Department of Alcohol and Beverage Control seeks a determination from the Board of Supervisors as to the approval or denial of this license. From the time period just July 2011 to through July 2012, there were reportedly 72 police calls for service. From that same time period, there was only one police report. This premise is located in plot 208. The high crime area is defined as 215 or more reported incidents in the plot. This plot had 2,183 reported incidents recorded for the calendar year 2010. This is over the high crime area definition by 1,968 incidents. The applicant premises is located in a high crime area. The premise is located in census tract 176 .01. Population for this track is 7,630. On-sale license authorized by census track is 26. Active on-sale licenses are 75. Off-sale license authorized by census track is 7. Off active off-sale licenses are 10. 
applicant premises is located in an undue concentration area. As far as letters of protest, there are no record of protests with the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage, and there also are no record of support with the California Alcoholic Beverage Control. No opposition from Southern Police Station. The Police Department does recommend approval. The following conditions have been recommended to the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. Number one, sales, service, and consumption of alcoholic beverages shall be permitted only between 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and 4 p.m. and midnight Friday and Saturday evenings. Number two, the sale and serving of alcoholic beverages shall be limited to ticket holders only during and two hours prior to a bona fide theater performance of the theater company. A bona fide theater performance is defined as the licensee must actually operate a troupe of actors or other performers for the purpose of putting on performances. Number three, sales, service, and consumption of alcoholic beverages shall be made only from stationary bars or portable bars and waiter slash waitresses service and shall not be sold, served, or delivered to customers by individual ambulatory vendors. Number four, the sale of alcoholic beverages for consumption off the premises is strictly prohibited. Number five, alcoholic beverages shall be served in containers clearly distinguishable from non-alcoholic beverage containers. Number six, the sale of alcoholic beverages shall be limited to two or more than excuse me, shall be limited to no more than two beverages per person per sale. Number seven, the, peti the petitioner shall post signs measuring no less than 12 by 12 inches with lettering no smaller than two inches in height that read, in quotes, no alcoholic beverages beyond this point, end quote, at all per permitted exits, entrances, stairwells, and entrances to the theater seating areas depicted on the ABC form 257. Number eight, an employee or security guard shall be assigned the responsibility of ensuring all alcoholic beverages remain inside the permitted area whenever the privileges of the ABC license are being exercised. Number nine, at any time the licensee utilizes a third party promoter at the premises, the licensee shall maintain control of the management, operation, and staffing of the business and shall approve all marketing materials. Number 10, loitering. Loitering is defined as to stand idly about, linger aimlessly without lawful business. Is prohibited only, excuse me, is prohibited on any sidewalks or property adjacent to the licensed premises under the control of the licensee as depicted on ABC Form 257. Number 11, the petitioner shall be responsible for maintaining free of litter the area adjacent to the premises over which they have control. And finally, number 12, the exterior of the premises shall be equipped with lighting of sufficient power to illuminate and make easily discernible the appearance and conduct of all persons on or about the premises. Thank you. Thank you. Project sponsor available for any comments? Good morning. Uh, my name is Jason Seifer. I'm the director of finance at ACT. Uh, so we've actually been at this location for 10 years already. It's actually where we produce our costumes um, for all of our productions. And about a year ago, we actually made it into a performance space. So it's a 49-seat black box theater. And um, we think it's really uh, beneficial for the neighborhood to continue to activate the neighborhood, especially in the evening. And as you know, we purchased the Strand Theater on that same block, which is um, we hoped, we're hoping to renovate it and turn it into a 299-seat theater um, to also activate that particular block. Um, so. Uh, 
we, I'm basically here if you have any questions about um, this particular liquor license. Obviously, it's pretty restricted, and we always have a security guard um, at the site. Um, and um, yeah, if there's any particular questions you have, you, happy to answer them. You agree with all the recommendations? Oh, yeah, of course. Conditions. Great. Not a problem. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Any other members of the public wish to comment on this item? Um, my name is Michael Nolte. I'm the executive director of Alliance for Better District 6. Um, our uh, land use committee did send in a letter of support to the uh, project sponsor. Um, I guess the ABC did not get it, but anyway, we do support uh, the, uh, uh, the license, and uh, we believe that, uh, that having uh, this venue um, will serve the uh, convenience of, and necessity of San Francisco and uh, will obviously benefit the Market Street Corridor and uh, will make everybody happy and maybe party some. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Yep. Any other members of the public who'd like to testify, please line up. Uh, good morning, Supervisors. Uh, I would like to uh, speak in support of this idea. Uh, I'm familiar with the Strand Theater when I was a little kid, and I think uh, ACT is going to show a lot better productions than the Strand used to. So I think uh, having a legitimate uh, business in this area is going to try to uplift it uh, eventually. Now, uh, like Supervisor Chu and a couple of previous speakers had mentioned, today's uh, program, so to speak, had all liquor licenses. I thought that was kind of interesting considering that this is supposed to be city operations and neighborhood services. So I'd like to make two suggestions as reported in the examiner. First one is titled Fraud Hotline for Elections, and the second one is Cancer Rate for Female Firefighters in San Francisco. And then my last comment, protect the four supervisors. Thank you. Any other members of the public wish to comment? Say none, public comment is closed. Can we send this item forward with recommendation? That will be the order. Mr. Clerk, any other items in front of the committee? There are no more items, Mr. Chair. Great. Then with that, we are adjourned.